Ho, 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 and welcome to episode 105 of the BitSocket podcast. I am Old Saint Nick. <laughs> You're not going to say Old Saint Nick, Scott White, no? No. And I am... We, we Joe Dick. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. I was going to say, like, Old Saint Prick. <laughs> old Saint Prick. Yep, this is, of course... The BitSocket podcast. Just as we were um, settling down to uh, record there, I think both of us realised that neither of us have really done any like end of year content, and that's because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, th- I think we've both agreed that every game we played in twenty twenty two was game out in twenty twenty two was magic. They were all so great. They all had just trust bombs. us. Yeah, just, they were all they all, everyone, every <laughs> video game had a lovely bomb. <laughs> no, um, uh, because there's very few games that from this year that we played. So making a top five would be kind of redundant. And I think there's very few crossover. But if I was to, ch- if, I mean, if I was to choose a game of the year, mm-hmm. it probably be Bayonetta three. Mm, that's an interesting, a bit of a controversial choice. It seems well, like no, it seems like overall it had a positive. Um, I think uh, I think basically if you're, if you're a Bayonetta fan, it's a it's a no brainer. Yeah, but if you're not a Bayonetta fan, then then you won't. Then, that, that's that's, that's a, like everything, isn't it? Uh, I know, I know, <laughs> but. It's not, it's not going to turn them, do What's the best car of the year? I mean, if you like cars. <laughs> um, I think for me it would probably be... Um, it would probably be a, a toss-up between Xenoblade Chronicles 3, mm. which I thoroughly enjoyed, mm. or just the whole experience of playing uh, Kirby, like the okay, new, yeah, new Kirby yeah, game, because yeah. I played it all, all the way through with Hannah, mm. um, and it awoke in her love of waddledees and stuff so it'd be a tough one kind of between those two I'm probably sure there's tons of other games that mm. I have played this year I think you mentioned Shifu which was good fun Shifu but good. in terms of the ones that have really stayed with me um, I think th- those would kind of be my two and again they're two games that you've not fucking played what about all those amazing GameCube remasters you've been playing recently on your, <laughs> on your Steam Deck uh, you I mean forgot Nintendo did that actually well it's uh, they don't like talking about it <laughs> they don't like talking about it uh, funnily enough talking about uh, Steam Deck so since we last recorded I've completed three video games do you want to hear what they are and I'll see <laughs> right. I'll, 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 I'll engage you <laughs> <laughs> no they're all current they're all okay, no, okay, no, these, okay. are, these are all genuine uh, bought from Steam games yeah, yeah, yeah. so number one um, I played and completed Rise Son of Rome it was an Xbox One launch title <laughs> and I will tell you this <laughs> it was genuinely good fun mm. like a really kind of simple kind of combat system that involves a lot of blocking and parrying but like genuinely good fun and looked really nice as well like the only bit I didn't like was when you're obviously killing Scottish people uh, and I was like mm, does that we go back to killing English folk when the Romans came to Scotland <laughs> yeah is well, it set in Britain then or is it bits over? of it are set in right. Britain yeah but it was actually quite good the story makes fuck all sense mm. but is like, it good like mythology in it as well or is it all quite uh, yeah it kind of does have mythology yeah. in it so that was that was kind of weird I, it's weird I kind of lent away from it a bit because I was like oh I kind of no, like I, the idea it was just a Roman I'm fine with that though like, I don't know like, Roman mythology is kind of well, all kind of Roman ties gods and all together. that it's kind of been not forgotten but it's, it's kind of mm. been overtaken in the sort of you know like Pantheon Panthe- I buy like kind of the Greek mm. you know well, I suppose well, a lot of people say didn't it's Romans all kind of Greek, uh, yeah right. but you know what I mean like yeah but it was good I genuinely see for like uh, two pounds mm. in six hours I was like you know what that's fun yeah. uh, I played and completed Enslaved Odyssey <laughs> to the West fucking hell uh, again like really it was one that I meant to pick up at the time you know when it came out about ten years ago Whatever. I played a demo for that years ago and like every other Ninja Theory game, right? Mm-hmm. It's a game that where you have to mash the button about fifty times to take down like the most basic of scrubs. Like that's you see if you I, mean, I remember it's much easier. I remember that about Heavenly Sword, I remember yeah. that fucking Devil May Cry that they did. 
Yeah, remember that's, watching that's their thing, right? Their thing has always been, hey, yeah. see this wee guy? He's going to take a while to beat. <laughs> Do you remember watching our flatmate um, from University of Ross play <laughs> Heavenly Sword? And the arrow. It was the arrow bit, and you're meant to use, it was this, the six-axis controller mm. to guide it. But I think he must have missed that bit. And it was just like half an hour of watching him miss... <laughs> With arrows, it's like, this can't be right. And then I think the controller gets shuggled in, like, disgust. And then we finally realised, like, what was happening. Um, then Slip was great. Like, really weird story. Like, it has the Uncharted-style platforming, but it makes sense when you're a big monkey guy. Mm. Um, I had a, actually a genuinely quite good time with it. Again, short. It's Andy Serkis, isn't it? Andy Serkis, yeah. Mm. Um, who appears both as the character, but also Andy Serkis appears in the game mm. as well, which is really weird. But I really... I've, Really enjoyed it. Turned up everywhere. And a, a game I completed just last night was Control, which came out. Uh, on, okay. um, and why did Scott go back and finish it? Because you can put on one hit kill mode. <laughs> that for you, that count for you as well? No. Oh, right, okay. It does not, because I put on Immortality. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's mixing, un- mixing your drinks there. Well, it's under <laughs> the. Um, like the accessibility options because the thing is mm. I because I played Control mm. ages ago and I was like I love the story I love the setting I love so much about it mm. I cannot fucking stand that almost every time I walk into a room I have to fight the same five yeah, or six baddies yeah. and you see genuinely you see putting the combat so it's super simple um, like one one shot was killing I had a gun that fired loads of bullets and I was like great spraying and I was like I can enjoy the story mm. I can still get something out of the combat um, but I can enjoy all the other aspects of the game and th- completely last night I was like that's a really fun like again quite short action game yeah. but it's like it's a shame that most people I know that have played it were totally put off by just respawning enemies I think uh, it's, it's the Uncharted games that I do that with put yeah. them in very very easy mode and just punch my way through I feel I find the punching a lot more satisfying yeah, than the shooting it's it? kind of like how sometimes you want the spectacle of something and you want to enjoy the story mm. But you're Sometimes like, you just want to switch your brain off, man. You don't <laughs> want to have to think that, about it. Yeah. But it's like it's almost like you know when, like, say there's a big book series you want, right? And you're like, well, I don't have time to read, but I can pick up the audiobook. I'm not saying one is easier than the other. Some, somebody else can do the hard work for me. <laughs> um, I don't but, know what you mean. but what I mean is, like, yeah. there's some games where, like, like for example, um, what's the one that I've always been fascinated by? Eve, Eve Online, right? Mm. Looks fascinating. I love to read articles about it. Mm. I cannot play that game. Yeah. So yeah. what I'd, I mean, actually, someone has written two books called like uh, I can't remember what they're called, but it's Eve something, and it is like literally someone who's documented like these big events and Eve. And I'm like, mm. I'd probably read that. I'd find that yeah. interesting, but I've no no desire to play the game itself. So I like how Control has that option where I'm like, right, I can stick it on dumb dumb mode, <laughs> and I can just enjoy the story, enjoy the lore, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't need to be like oh yeah. god I died at this but I need to fight this and I actually got to the bit that I got to last time and I was like I can see why I turned this off hmm. but then funnily enough I found out the bit I stopped at last time was probably about two hours shy of completing it but something I talk about in that I've got right so I've I'm, I've combined my script from my review about being at three with Live Alive I want, I want I want to go into depth about talking about the lull the lull and overcoming the lull and that's the kind of key to getting over getting through a lot of games is just getting through that one bit mm-hmm. isn't it yeah because there's usually something good after that, the lull. Mm. But with some games, that's what stops you from playing it completely. Yeah. And it's tough. Like, yeah. and you, some of the best games have it as well. Like, Every game has it. I got it with Witcher right. 3. Like, I remember loving The Witcher 3, then yeah. got to a point where it's almost like, I think with games it varies, either the pacing slows down for some reason, mm. or you're like, it's almost like, you know when you're having a great meal, and you're like, but you're getting full, and you're like, yeah. oh, can I sc- I've enjoyed this, but I'm now so full I'm scunnered. Do you know what I mean? Like you played forty hours or something, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I've only I've got another forty to go," and you're like, <sighs> "Yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah, that's a good idea." Anyway, 
What games have you been playing, Joe? Well, before going to pro- going to proper, been playing talking about Eve. There's just mean I mean, I had a, a wee quick shot of <laughs> looking at the, lo- the logo just in the mug. Joe, I gave me. STV technology mug that Joseph <laughs> has stolen from STV. <laughs> well, no, actually, there's a story behind that. That isn't. It was never. A, that was never an official STV logo for anything. It was me and the rest of the graphic design department for the web team. Mm-hmm. We're putting together like a pitch for things. Ah, right. And we just made that as a sort of like. Could, we could do this. <laughs> it's quite a busy logo. It wasn't me that made the logo. <laughs> <laughs> did you, but did you make the mug? <laughs> yeah, I printed yeah, it. Right, right, when Joe. I was making the tea. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe, we've got the the graphics are all sorted. Can you fire up the kill? One? Uh, no, before I get into what I've been properly playing recently, you talked about yeah. Eve there. I had a wee quick shot. You're going to sigh deeply here. Okay, we're there. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to beg a breath of breath in. Anyway. We played play Elite on the original BBC. <laughs> just a wee quick shot of it. Uh, just enough. Just, just oh, it's still good. It's still. You played that good. one, of course, uh, an authentic BBC. Yeah, that went up my loft, eh? Uh, okay, I took it down, plugged it in, played it, and then after I'd finished playing it five minutes, I packed it all and put it back up in the loft. Yeah. <laughs> so. You always forget they, they did an official BBC emulator. You inspired BBC me, to, you inspired me to sort of play a couple of these games, always because. Um, did you have a. Were you visited by the ghost of Christmas past? Yes, yeah, the ghost. <laughs> no, it's Forgotten Murders. They've got a BBC micro on their shelf. Oh, do they? It's got an SD card in it that has all the BBC games. That, do you like, know what's. Right. It's trying to think of like how like I don't know that feels like I don't know what? trying to get who can terminate her up to a steam train or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like having an SD card like this things like they couldn't yeah. have fathomed that much <laughs> that kind of technology. Now. It's like, I don't know. Imagine you open it up yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, how does that? How does that? No, work? that's just because I mean the BBC was a like a very robust machine that had like a, about a million inputs and outputs on it. Yeah, right? but wasn't it built for like? 2020 time I'll do it. I know, but you could. Does this? Oh, it's got a, a pretty standard I/O in, uh, like interface mm, in the back, suppose, right? Yeah. In fact, it's got quite a few. You just you get a wee chip with an SD card reader on it. You plug mm. it in, and then you've got basically. I mean, I call yeah. it the BBC Infinite Storage. Yeah. All, all ten games. <laughs> There's actually about six, seven hundred, like properly published games or something. Like wow. That. Anyway. Imagine how many. Anyway, but I saw it was, you know, they were selling them like three hundred quid. Like, how much does BBC sell for? I'm like, did I chop mine out? But it's nope, it's in my law. It's not how much, like, are they actually worth? It's how much will middle class diddies like you be like? Listen, some of the best games were inspired by games on the BBC. (laughs) 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 Who wants to see the origins of this? And then no one's like interested. Uh, Anyway, what have I been playing? What have I been Mm -hmm. playing? Uh, Metroid Tastic, to be honest. Don't know what's got me in the mood. Tickled to play some more Metroid, but um, mm. did you complete Dread? No, that's the thing. You're not complete Dread. So I'm 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 back I'm back on it in a big way, and oh, I love it. It's still, mm. it's such a good game. It really is. It's uh, good. It feels a wee bit forgotten in some ways. Like I think because it's a single player experience, it wasn't a very long game. But it, it kind of feel like it came out. Loads of folk talked about it, and then it just kind of. But that's I mean that's because online all people talk about is Fortnite and shit like that, right? Whereas like. True connoisseurs. This is for Joe, who's not been online for something. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking what are the about. What the kids talking about? What are they talking about? The, the you know, it's all live service shite and all that kind of crap. And um, or, or like what some streamer did today or whatever. That's all the websites. Do. Anyway, basically, hmm. uh, you're right. It's a single player game. Once it's finished, it's yeah. done. But I think what makes it a great game is how quick it is to just move, dart around the place, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I, I know we talked about last year when it came out, but it's never felt better to play. A Was it our game of the year last year? Did we even do a game? We didn't do a game of the years last year, but okay. um, 
But less retrospectively. I'm not game the year one of them. Game the year. We're on Ballon Wonderworld, mate. Yeah, yours was Ballon. Oh, yeah, actually, that was the bit socket game of the year was. Should we get on with it? We should. I thought I'd end the year with a couple of old favourites. A couple of old favourites of mine. So <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> no one else's. I'll have my, my fun. fun. <laughs> and that's all that matters. So. Up first um, of my two features, we have The Return of Sinister Bottom, because I've not done it in a few uh, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sinister Bottom, for the uninitiated, is when I take the title of a video game, I run it through thesaurus.com, mm. and Joe has to guess what the original title was. Of course, inspired by Left Behind, becoming Sinister, Sinister Bottom. Bottom. There we go. Do you know what I like? It's the fact we take the time out to explain every feature. Because you never know who's jumping in on You never know who's seen 100, 105? 105. They're at 105, they're like, oh shit, maybe it's time to get on this train. <laughs> number one. I think you'll get a couple of these. Some of them are quite easy. Okay. A couple of them are not. Uh, number one. Loathsome Left. Loathsome Left. Loathsome Left. Something about direction, left direction. Is that a something direction? Could be. Is it? This isn't a game. Uh, like where I give uh, clues. Yeah, but if I can get one, if I get a word right, uh, so is let, the second word, is the second word direction. No, it's not. I don't know then. Evil West. Evil West. Okay. Good. 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 Thank you. S- small hours, stars. Small. So small hours. Stars. Uh, wait, was it small hours? Stars. Small hours. Stars. Oh, something like midnight sky or something. Like that. Mm, uh, very close. What is it? Midnight suns. Midnight suns. Yes. <coughs> yeah, well done. that Marvel one. Yeah, very, yeah. Well done. Midnight does not have that many things on yeah. it, so small hours is kind of the closest. Um, desire for further flabby. <laughs> Is that for Fuller Flabby? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that could be. Need for Speed Unbound. Need for Speed Unbound. That is good. Desire for Fuller Flabby. How wild is it, by the way, that we're like another racing game has got the word like Unbound or Unbound? Know, in it. Uh, Apparently, it's alright. I've been hearing from some folk they say it's quite good, but I'm. I'm Never gonna buy a racing game. Here's like here. See, there's a there's a rule when it comes to racing games. Okay, right. See if it says Need for Speed in the box. Yeah, don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule, right? Oof. All right. So so far you've got one out of three. Yep. I think you'll get this one. Sensual confines. Sensual. I don't know. Eh. Uh, sensual. Sensual loving. confines. Loving. Yeah, lots of games with the world. First loves loving. I don't know. No idea. No. Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> to get sorry from Central Joe I mean I know some folk do but <laughs> <laughs> right okay I think you're getting the last one the right, last okay. one okay, okay. for you not to get mm. I think Alison even kind of vaguely got it uh, Catastrophe Crux concluding fancy septennial homecoming <laughs> <laughs> I think I just said Joe's like activation phrase <laughs> what a catastrophe C- Catastrophe Crux Concluding fancy septennial homecoming. Oh, uh, catastrophe crux. Final fantasy crisis core reunion. Final fantasy seven crisis core reunion. Uh, uh, well, it's actually crisis core. Uh, yeah. Final fantasy seven reunion. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, no yeah. points. Sorry, you got the wrong. <laughs> no, I'll give you. Of course, I'll give you a point for that. 
Uh, yes. So I can't remember play that actually. I got I got I got so far on the PSP one and it was I kind of fell out with it. it was, the story was shit, but the gameplay was keeping me going for a while. But then mm-hmm. I get bored of that as well. So so it sounds like a definite must pick. No, no, they've, 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 have they changed? They've changed the combat to be more in line with the remake. Yeah. Was there not like a I want to say was there not cards he used in the no, last one? No, no, it was a roulette. It was a roulette. Oh, even better. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually forgot it was coming out this year. Like I, it seems I, like it's really weird I time to bring forgot, a game. Out. I square forgot until last week. It seems really weird to bring a game out this late on in the year. Well, what for? What for? I'm sure it'll be. I'm Captain just... Toad? What for Captain Toad, isn't it? It's had pretty good reviews, though, isn't it? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's got all right reviews, actually, so, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to wait till it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> what? It looks great. Yeah, mate, I can't wait the money. It looks great. I can't wait till I get it on discount. <laughs> <laughs> not a day one let's put it that way <laughs> well, I think it's already out so I'm a bit late for that <laughs> right talking about old favourites of mine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the return of our least used uh, feature for a long long time talking about Hot Take Harry of course <laughs> All right. Hot Take Harry I'm going to read out five hot takes right okay, right? okay. you got to tell me whether it's a real hot take or there's a hot take, Harry, which means I've made up. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's the rule. That's going to be easy. Like, does it sound like your grandpa wrote it? <laughs> Joe wrote it. <laughs> Fortnite's too big for its boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Vice City <laughs> is the most boring city and should not be in Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> Um, is that a real hot take or hot take? That Harry? sounds like a real hot take. Oh, it is. Metro.co.uk. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I mean, I don't think it's very fair to compare, like, like, because Vice City, the, the city area is quite small, mm. but it's kind of full of character. And also, this is like, I don't think, I mean, if you're comparing it to, like, oh, they're literally going to do a one to one replica. Oh, that's that was, that'd be nuts. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, I still think Vice City is the best Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, no, it's still my favourite yeah. overall. 20 years old, by the way. Well, what was it someone saying is if they set it with the same time difference between, like, when the yeah. games were the music would be like razor light and stuff <laughs> like that. It was set in, like, 2002. <laughs> if you're going to put audio logs in a game, you've got to let me move around while I listen. Ooh. Uh, is that... Hmm. I think it's a hot take. A real hot take or a hot take? A real hot take. Yep, that's from The Gamer. What I will say though, right. it is kind of irritating sometimes when you have to stand there. Yeah. Like you pick something up and you're like, if you move or uh, do anything, it's like it stops uh, immediately. Um, I quite like Control has a thing where like it's most of the time you pick something up and like it's proximity based. So you start it playing and then if you just walk away, you can kind of hear it in the distance kind of thing. Yeah, but but I kind of like... Then you've got to awkwardly shuffle around for a while. And sometimes. Yeah. Usually are quite short. But sometimes mm. it's quite... Um, I, I Like sometimes you walk into a room and it'll just be playing a wee film or something. Yeah. I quite like that kind of like... I hated the way that Metal Gear Solid 5 did it where you listen, they just gave you tapes to listen to. Fuck. And, and you'd, like, you'd listen to them while you're riding the horse and you'd, you'd miss a bit because you'd, you'd you were yeah. conscious and doing something. Mm. I'd rather just get a code conversation. Or you complete the game and it's like, hey, here's 40 here's tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fill your boots. Okay. Dual analogue controllers are unnecessary. One stick, one button, <laughs> everything else is redundant. This is a hot take, Harry, I think. <laughs> we gave <it> away. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. That's all it takes, Harry. It's because you started laughing before you even started reading it. Like, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> 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 How droll, Joseph. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just don't that sound like me. One stick, one bun. Thank you. There should be more farming simulators, <laughs> no less. <laughs> that is genuinely a tough one. Um, I'm going to say that's. <laughs> Um, I think that's a real hot take. <laughs> that's me. Was that a <laughs> that's a hot take. Oh, should be more. Oh, so what am I? So what, a three out of four. Three out of four. Yeah, okay. last time it came. In defence of QTs, why gaming's most derided mechanic is good, comma actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one as well. Alex. I'm going to say that's real. That's real. That's real. That's from VG twenty four seven. So. I quite like, I, I, I like a, a quick time event as long as um, it makes sense. As long as it's quick, as long as it's time, time, like, time and like. it feels like an event. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. There we go, hot day, Harry returns. <laughs> Back to your coffin, Harry. <laughs> and now, another feature that hey. I like doing. Uh, it is, of course, time for Metacroc of Shit, oh. the last one of 2022, we promise. Is that a best of the year, or is it more sort of uh, No, still all, fairly, right. still fairly recent stuff, okay. I think. Um, uh, Metacroc of Shit is a feature where I look through the user <laughs> reviews on Metacritic to find some of the most scathing reviews I can, and, and Joe has to guess what game I'm talking about. Bonus points for the score, or...? Uh, well, you can guess the score, but I'm not going to get any points. Zero, zero, zero. Do you, I mean, like, as if we're into, into zero, like, a big yeah. Excel spreadsheet, and then when we finally finish BitSocket, we'll be like, right, and the final scores are... <laughs> that would have been great, the, over, the oh. meta feature that we never discussed, which is like, who's idea, winning actually. the BitSocket podcast? Do if you, ever there was a reason to get listened through all the podcasts now, is to tally have, up. Well, I'd, you'd have to find some, because some of them aren't available on iTunes anymore. For mm. some reason. You don't have them all? Have I've, them got, all. I've got them all on a hard drive right, somewhere. Okay. Well, there but, you go. But I'm not fucking listening to them. God, imagine that. Lose my mind. Um, number one, nearly said the name of the game there. Uh, number one, overrated, sadly. Underwhelming first seven hours. Bad level design with invincible walls. Boring platforming and slow walking. Reused old realms and enemies. Ah, la, 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 that'll be Sonic Frontiers. It is, of course, God of War Ragnarok. Ah, okay, fair enough. What score do you think God of War Ragnarok got? From that review, zero. Mm-hmm. Zero. Great. <laughs> Number two. Cringe racers that behave and look like degenerates or children 12 years old. I know this. Music is blood from ears. It is impossible to listen to this crap. Please give us two other games in the series. Uh, Need for Speed Unbound. It is Need for Speed Unbound. Yeah. They wanted, uh, please give us Revels 2. I'm Rivals assuming they mean Rivals 2. Yeah. Or HP, which I presume is Need Opposite. for Speed Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, you know, right, you know what's funny about Need for mm-hmm. Speed, right? Mm-hmm. They, they've got themselves in the, into the awful position of when people say, "Give us the old Need for Speed back," yeah. right? Nobody knows what that means. It's like using the word literally, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, because it's changed. It's it's been so many different types things, of driving right? game. But yeah. nobody knows what it is. Like when you say, 
give us the original speed. Nobody actually is talking about the original Need for Speed for the fucking yeah. CDI or whatever it is. You and know? that's the like, problem is because uh, it's had so many different incarnations. Mm. It? Like, because you could look at a game like Forza and you could say like, the structures kind of been there, like with a new like you can kind of understand a Forza game if you pay, if you played one previously and you played a current one you'd probably get yeah. this is the same series whereas Need for Speed you Aye. could pick out like a game every other year and be like this is a different Aye. series of games yeah, yeah. like until you got some like Ridge Racer Unbounded you'd be mm-hmm. like these are all Ridge Racer games yeah, I understand yeah, all yeah. of these games and the progression between like yeah, why Burnout yeah. like go from Burnout even to Burnout Paradise you'd be yeah, like I can yeah, kind of understand yeah, it's yeah. the same thing but because Need for Speed has changed almost yeah. with every iteration yeah. it's like the series, it's just, what they should just call it is EA driving. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever yeah. theme they're going yeah. for. Or, or do they mean the one where you're a policeman and you're chasing folk and then you go undercover? Or yeah. do they mean when it's underground racing? Or, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's, it's the series, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great brand in that they can sell games under that yeah. banner. But the brand itself is like, like worthless yeah, in they, terms they, of like what yeah. cachet does it have? What, yeah. what is a Need for Speed game they even other tried than to do, driving? They even tried to do like a perfect, like a sim racing Need for Speed one year. Yeah. And then they spin that out into another series which didn't do very well and stuff. And you know, it's funny. It's, yeah, so it's a weird, aye. it's a weird series. There's not many series like that where you could say like, I'm trying mm. to think, like, I mean, there's, there's games that have changed, like, I suppose Call of Duty. Final Call Fantasy game have changed their format. But yeah, aye, no, Call of Duty game, they're mostly shooting games. No, but you know what I mean? Like, no, but if you say, oh, Back to Call of Duty's roots, and you know what they mean to me is right, okay, World War II shooter. Yeah. Mm. And they've done that yeah. a couple of times as well. Mm-hmm. Because because when you say Call of Duty, do you mean the one in space? Do you mean the one in the future? Do you mean the one in the 70s? Do you mean the yeah. one, you know, like, yeah. Right. yeah. Good point. Uh, up next. Oh, what score do you think that review got? Uh, that'll be a zero. A four? A four? Four. Okay. Made their ears bleed, but they gave it a four out of ten. Fair play. Uh, next game. This is what happens when you give an indie team of amateurs triple A money. Horrible combat mechanics, terribly written, cliche after cliche after cliche, it's definitely not scary at all. Uh. The only good thing is the ambience. Graphics are great and the zombies look fine, but it becomes very monotone, very quickly. That's the Callisto project, uh, isn't it? Uh, Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Protocol, right. Yes, it is. And what's going to think that? That's a zero. It's a four. Oh. Like they said, the graphics are great. Okay. It's a very weird re- um, reception uh, online. Like, yeah. It seemed like everyone was expecting it to come out and be like amazing. And it seems like there's a very like it seems like there's some performance issues to begin with, mm. um, and I've read some like kind of weird reviews that were saying like it has a very sudden ending, like mm. it almost just seems to, end, like what almost feels like kind of mid game almost. Um, I'm kind of interested in it, but like not. It's a, it's a horror game. I know, but I, I don't know. There's something about it. I know, I know, I know. That's the thing. Um, I'm I'm still kind of interested yeah. in it, but I'll probably wait and see if it goes if it goes cheap. Yeah. I'm like Joe. Uh, up next this is a long one this game was just disappointing all round while it doesn't hit the same abysmal lows as previous games it fails to reach their highs all the same I admire the scope and ambition but the execution fell flat more often than not janky mechanics and physics the terrible cyberspace stages and the almost laughable animation came together to create one of if not the most disappointing gaming experience of the year Sonic Frontiers. It is Sonic Frontiers. I actually read that review because that's almost really similar to the Edge review. Is it actually? You know what Edge gave it? What did it? Three out of ten. Three? Uh, what do you think this review gave that's it? That's a zero. It's a four. Four? Fucking hell. Um, uh, I know. Because yeah. it's funny, the Sonic Frontiers, <clears throat> because a lot of reviews have been like, yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, step in the right direction, you know, somewhat of a return to form for Sonic. Some of the big Sonic fans, like that guy, the guy who does all the retro stuff for Digital Foundry, he did a video about it and he was like, yeah, it's really, really good. 
Like Edge comes through with a player box thirty, and I'm like, the three out of ten. Like, that's that's a bit more what yeah. I expected, you know. <laughs> like, it's just not for me. It just looks rubbish. I've seen like, some videos of it didn't really. Yeah, it just looks impress terrible. me that much. It really does. Um, da, 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 da. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I've said it all in the last couple of podcasts, but we all know the secret to a good Sonic game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He runs from this side of the screen, <laughs> and he finishes on this side of the screen. Um, and you might do a loop. <laughs> oh, oh, as long, plenty of loops, but as long as he finishes on this side of the screen, but starts. Yeah. The thing is, even as a Sonic fan, right? Yeah. I mean, most Sonic fans, when they hear folks say stuff like that, they're like, "No, no, no! Sonic's about a lot more than that," and all that. You know, they go into a big. Yeah. But see, as a Sonic fan listening to that, I'm like, you, you know what? You're right, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, that, I'm really totally fine with that. that. Was the next game they released? You'd be like, e- excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want at any point the camera to be. Behind Sonic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want a Sonic eye view of what's yeah, happening. Yeah. I want side on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how many have you got so far? You've I think got two or four so far, haven't I? Uh, no, you got. Uh, so you got Need for Speed, Callisto, yeah. okay, and Sonic. Three, so th- three out of four so far. Last one. Three Too many gimmicks. Bad story. Terrible ending. This really wasn't worth the wait at all. Sadly, disappointing entry. Oh, that's quite vague. Oh, Sounds like know. a review of me making love. <laughs> Too many gimmicks. Mm. I can't think of what that could be. Uh, oh, wait, no, Bayonetta 3. Correct, yeah. it is Bayonetta 3, yeah. I've had a few kind of references to the, the end of the game. Obviously, I wouldn't want to spoil anything here, but uh, how, how did you feel? Like, without spoiling it, how do you feel about it? I thought the end was a fantastic celebration of Bayonetta. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, if you're a, fa- if you're a yeah. fan, like a proper fan of Bayonetta, yeah. who's enjoyed all the games If so you're far, a Bayonetta boy. A Bayonetta boy, aye. It's just this big, stupid celebration of being there, the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds good to me. It's meant to be a sad ending, by the way. All right. But, I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so ridiculous that it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's hard to, I don't want to spoil it, but I read, there's been a couple of, but it's reviews from people who put more of an emphasis on, like, the storyline and writing of it rather than the actual game. The playing of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the, and that's the, and the build, the build, mm-hmm. is this thing, being actually, it, the characters become like a a strange, a sort of icon for people, right? Which, yeah. fair enough, you know, but mm-hmm. she's a video game character, you know? Yeah. And you're, in a, you're playing a game. And I think, what, one, one article in particular I read, because I just wanted to see what the hell they were thinking about, which I thought it was great. And I read it and I was like, you're, you're putting you're putting too much of you into this character yeah. that you play as in a game. And it's, for me, that's an unhealthy relationship with what is a video game character, you know? Anyway, yeah. met a crock of shit. <laughs> and now it's time for our longest running feature, which is, is it canon? Huh? Now, <laughs> is that the... Wait, I'm just going to take a wee bite of this brownie. Yeah, it's probably... Yeah, Kim made brownies yesterday. She wasn't feeling that well when we had a packet of baby. What? Cr- <laughs> what? What was wrong with her? She's fine. She's a bit knackered. All oh, right. She's just had like, a day off. Like, not like a bit. runny nose or no, 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 nothing like that. Just uh, she couldn't, couldn't sleep properly. Oh, she's and... coughing all the time. And... <laughs> Probably should have warned you actually, but no, she's fine. She's fine. You're fine. Anyway, but uh, look, you're still alive, aren't you? So, but uh, she made we had a packet of Betty Crocker brownie mix in the um, cupboard we've not used, so we thought she thought she'd just make it. And she was like, "You and Scott can eat as much of that as you want. Just leave some for me a wee, a wee bit." Anyway, do is it canon? Now, Scott, mm-hmm. I did warn you earlier about some games I've been playing recently. You did. Might be doing one of them right now, Is It Canon. Oh, right. <laughs> Today we're going to do BBC Classic Exile, Is It Canon. Fucking hell. 
Right, okay. This we're is really the bottom of the I mean we're through the bottom of the bottom. Oh, oh no. No, 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 because this is from back near uh, talking about video game stories, this is back near when video games had stories. Proper right. stories. Mm-hmm. Stories that came with the game. Right. And you know why they came in the game? Why? Because see when the game started up, they'd ask you to read the story and pick out a word and that would get past the copyright protection. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. So yeah. games like Exile and Elite and a few mm-hmm. others came with actual novellas, right? Mm-hmm. And I have delved deep into the Exile novella. Right, okay. To pick out some what what was ex- exile again? What was was it? Right, uh, well, was it a space game. Or space game. Space I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil. Right, yeah, right, okay, okay, right. But we can talk a bit more about the game afterwards. But if you if you'd like, to. <laughs> anyway, exile as it can. Maybe we'll do that off. Famous sci-fi off, game, off very influential. Yeah, to some. Uh, okay, the Velcro robots are imbued with artificial intelligence and personalities. For example, Toph has a personality of an English gentleman. Is it canon? The Velcro robots. This might as well be something you've made up. <laughs> this might as well be like. All the questions are fiction. Um, uh, yeah, it's canon. Why not? You're right, it is canon. Uh, there's ten robots that go along with the crew, and five of them are called Velcro robots because they have uh, the ability to have artificial intelligence and they can speak. So, there you go. Wait, are you saying Velcro? Velcro, Velcro. They're called, Vel- they're called Velcro robots. Why? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's just the way you said, they're called Velcro robots yeah, because they can do this, and I'm yeah. like, but Velcro is just like that material that... Okay. Stick in. The process of terraforming a planet is performed by a device called a sunbather. Is it canon? Canon. You're right, it's canon. Yep, that's what they informally call the device which was invented to terraform new planets. Mm. Um, okay. Exile featured Metroidvania gameplay before Metroid was ever released. Not canon. You're right, Metroid came first. But Did it actually? Yeah, Metroid came, I think, two years before. Wow, that's cool. But Exile did feature Portal-style gameplay puzzles before years before Portal was ever released. Because uh, that's quite cool, actually, because I remember there's no saving, but there's, there's a kind of very basic save function in the game, which involved turning the computer off and on again, right? But if you <laughs> That d- sounds a lot like it, it didn't save. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, because they couldn't fit it into the memory. It's, yeah. yeah. But what was quite cool was... If you that if you died in the game, you were yeah. teleported back to your ship. Mm-hmm. But you could actually set your teleport point to anywhere in the game. Uh-huh. So if you killed enough, you go back there. But or you could just teleport back anyway. Yeah. But what that meant you could do was, and and the, the developers built us into the game as a sort of idea. You could get past certain doors and stuff, portal style, by oh. putting and teleport exit in one side of a closing door, and mm-hmm. you, so you could pick up a bottle, throw it through the open door. Yeah teleport back before the door shut and catch the bottle before it even got to where it was going and st- mm. stuff like that so I like the idea uh, like we don't have a save system so if you <laughs> wanted to finish your game you'd hit run print and you just print the game out <laughs> <laughs> no that, that was they couldn't fit a save function in, so they had to actually they had to actually soft reset the whole computer go back into exile and then it loaded up like a whole separate menu for saving what was still in its memory right. it's, it's, uh, I mean mm. it's amazing how they got around the limitations of it uh, Entertainment for the crew of the Pericles is limited. A night of listening to crew members play the synthesizer and the lute is what passes for a party. Mm, not canon. It's canon. Oh, Actually, right. they, they do celebrate a good day on their new planet with a party listening to a synthesizer and the electro lute. Oh. Yeah. Um, right, last one. Traditionally, I'm going to read you out some names. Okay. You're going to tell me which one is not canon. Which one is not canon? So this is the crew of the Pericles. I'm going to okay. read you out their names and a description from the book. Oh, right, okay. okay. Commander Sprake, a tall, silver-haired man in his late thirties. Professor Hans Spiegel, an abrasive middle-aged man of German extraction. Lieutenant Christine Peters, an attractive blonde woman in her twenties. Lieutenant Commander Scrotty, 
the ship's chief engineer. Captain Sun Pan, a temperamental Chinese man who could be called upon to talk to aliens. And Miss Tessara Swift, a cheerful, pushy young journalist. Ooh, I'm just going to go to the doctor. The doctor with the German name. Doctor Professor Hans Spiegel. Yeah. No, he's, 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 All right, he's who one of the main it? characters. It's Lieutenant Commander Scrotty, of course. Scrot- well, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not maybe a reference to, like, Scotty from... Uh, well, it was, but I made it up. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I knew it was right, but okay. Yeah. Three out of five. It's not bad for fucking... <laughs> Some like well, it's funny. The, the novel is actually is a it's a, pre- novel. It's a novella. It's actually a prequel to the game because mm-hmm. in the game you're actually the second ship to arrive and you've got to try and save oh. the survivors of this crew who have been sort of killed. And there's the one of them. There's a exile of the name of the game is actually a, a mad scientist who's mm-hmm. taking the crew hostage and all that kind of stuff. It's good. It's a really good game actually. What's amazing about it is just how much they could fit into a tiny amount of space. Yeah, it's one of the first physics models in a game ever mm. yeah I can tell you're just glazing a little bit I think the problem is I can't visualise what the game looked like I'll show so you I'll I, I think that would you. probably help so 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 at least then I can like um, feign more interest I'll show you the, uh, Exile it was released um, the, the, there was uh, future versions came out in like the Commodore and stuff like that so it's this game here you've played it if you want to Remember? Oh, you're right, the wee, you're the, right, so you're the wee right, space man. Right, right. It looks like lemmings. I, uh, no. <laughs> no, lemmings. It's like lots of subterranean so. caverns. Like, look, that's a picture of the, the whole entire map. I mean, that's yeah. that one screenshot is that tiny wee bit. Mm, but the map. Right, okay, right. You know, and it's a Metroidvania style where the map, you, you can go free to go anywhere, but you've got to sort of go and get items from here and solve puzzles there to right, activate okay, this bit and all right. that kind of stuff. And, yeah, no, it's a great game. That's just what it looked like on Amiga. They like they had to <laughs> just banging all the recording equipment around. So in the Amiga, I mean, obviously Amiga's got a bit more sort of naturalistic colours. Is that four K? Is that, is that like <laughs> right, that's good. Thanks for that, Joe. Old Joe back to his old games again. Yeah, that's it. I'm telling you, don't a, worry, you won't be in the next episode. <laughs> it's a fantastic game. Exactly. It's been great having you on, but I just don't think I just don't think we're going to ask you back. <laughs> Sorry, don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> yeah. Delete my number. <laughs> okay, and now it's time for you guys to say your bit. This is our final podcast of 2022. Sorry, I forgot. The... Do you remember the lyrics we made up for that? No, absolutely not. Last Christmas, I've got you pro but the very next day, you got FIFA instead. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's not... Well, I was going to say that. I mean, it's all right. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> it was the second half of it wasn't quite as good because it was something like this year to save me from tears I'm not gonna buy you football <laughs> which doesn't it's not bad it's not bad it's not bad that's a good video uh, that's a good good, 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 good video with that anyway the, uh, this time as it's our last podcast of the year we're looking for your biggest video game or video game related surprise of 2022 so I'm traditionally I'm going to read out the Facebook responses yes. which there are two and one of them I can read right now didn't understand the question oh yeah what was yeah, it again name and shame you Phil Cassifier shame you four would be nice ah uh, yeah I saw that yeah I think you misunderstood uh, I think you read 2023 instead of 2022 there Phil so uh, 2020. Just XX. Right, like Mega Man. 20, <laughs> In the yeah, year 20, 20XX. Anyway, Luke Russell. In a weird way, I'm still surprised that despite being out for two years now, the PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S have not quite managed to get me on board. 
I guess because there are a lot of cross-platform games still and not many killer apps that appeal to me personally. But maybe it's because the Switch has been so solid recently with unique titles as well as great ports of older PC games. Uh, also, Zombie Wii U, a game that came out over 10 years ago, surprised me by being one of my favourite as well as most hated games of the year. <laughs> Good response there, because it's true, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X slash S haven't really... Like, there's, there hasn't been a single exclusive yeah. on either of them that has really sort of been the moment, you know? Yeah, I've not really checked into it. I'm sure someone said something like, in terms of games you can only play on PS5 yeah. or something, there's like five games or something. Mm. That's, that's a handful. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you remember Killer App? That was, that was, that was like, it was one of the big things you used to hear folk say all the time. Yeah. Like, especially, I mean, obviously around, like, I was going to say around new consoles, we don't even hear it now. Because mm. I think there's just an assumption that when a console comes out, folk will just fucking buy it. Yeah. But it used to be like, I'd say definitely around the PS3 period, like time focus. Like, oh, what's the killer app? What's the game? What's the game that gets you this console? I mean, it just feels like no one uses the term anymore. I yeah, I just it was always there. Always that one game you saw. It's a very magazine type. It was a very yeah, magazine yeah, yeah. thing. But it was like, always that one game you saw. It's like right, that's I kind of have to jump on it. Like when I when I first played Devil May Cry, that's when I was like right, I need a PS2 <laughs> in my life. Yeah, know? and Metal Gear Solid 2 really became the killer app for me as well. Over that, yeah, it's weird, it's weird to try and think now what yeah. the actual what. I think now for me it's more about like what, what can I actually know I'll, I'll play <laughs> rather than like the one game that brings me to something yeah. it's like more like actually what, what, what function yeah. does this have in my life anyway, um, uh, we'll go over to Mastodon first because Scott uh, I forgot about that posted a question there for Mastodon for, for a laugh is that not um, um, Power Rangers <clears throat> uh, was that not the Black Power Rangers the Black Power Rangers yeah, yeah. the Black Rangers so Mastodon because I posted the question there and we got two responses so like as good as Facebook? Yeah, yeah. You, you decide. Uh, Jim the Schoolgirl says, I'm pretty jaded these days, but I was surprised by how much I got obsessed with table turf mo battle in Splatoon 3. Feels like something that would have been right at home on the 3DS eShop or as a phone app if only it arrived five years ago. Also, bonus surprise from the past, in January I played f <laughs> for Frog the Bell Tolls on the Game Boy. Never. For, fro for Frog the Bell Tolls? No, no. Um, the Game Boy and fell head over heels in love with it. When Prince Richard showed up in Link's oh, Awakening, wait, I pointed ah. the screen and cheered. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, I didn't know that's what it was called. But for Frog the Bell, to, wait till I make look, look this up. I never knew that was what it was called. But I know, I know exactly what the, the what game that. Yeah, because he, right. he, he, the, the, the prince he turns up in Link's Awakening. Yeah. And at the time, that game had never came out in the Game Boy here. Yeah, because it was Japan only release, but it's been fan translated since then. Oh, right. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, no, I know. It, it, when you, he's still in the new Links Awakening as well, the wee oh, prince. Right, cool. Yeah, I know. It's a nice wee reference. Uh, Nicholas Boyd Isaacson says, I didn't buy Splatoon 3 at launch because money was tight. A month later, I remembered I'd bought one of those Switch 2 game vouchers when Metroid Dread came out, specifically to buy Splatoon. But by the time I remembered, it expired oh, just three days oh, earlier. Oh, that's awful. I mostly hear bad things about Nintendo support, so I thought it was a lost cause, but I gave it a try anyway. To my great surprise, they came through and extended the voucher. Ah, oh, fair enough. That's because Nintendo... <laughs> what other companies Nintendo't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, earlier I was trying to remember why that phrase was in my head, and I was like, oh, it was... I thought about a reply uh, to that exact uh, um, response. Now to load up. <coughs> That's good though. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, that's quite good. Well done, Nintendo. Right. So over on to Twitter now. Dying Twitter. Um, up first, we've got Clown Girl Honk Heaven. 
who says Sonic Frontiers is it's like trying to say some of these names uh-huh. and be like it's just a regular name <laughs> Sonic Frontiers was actually good but that's not a surprise because I always bet on Sonic PS Plus got a huge revamp with much aplomb and turned out to be a stinker typical Sony to come out with something and then abandon it to fate um, I the Sony PS Plus thing like you see right I don't understand these things, right? But you see, I always think the easiest way to sell something is simplicity. Yeah. The more complicated and the more tears you've got of aye, something, aye. the more folk will be like, oh, I don't aye. care. So, genuinely, if they're going to copy Game Pass, mm. literally fucking copy it, yeah. call it PlayStation Game Pass or whatever, and just say it costs this much. But to have like, all these, like, oh, this tier you get this, but not this, and this tier, you get, yeah. oh, you, you get that, oh, but not this. Oh, and this tier, you get everything. See, to be fair, this. though, mm-hmm. I mean, Microsoft are no better. Like, no, I but I, I think the right. I think Microsoft like they didn't rename everything. Like, yeah, no, so pretty but, much but it was no, like no, but, but, right. it's, it's, you've got Game Pass or you've got like games, Xbox games, games with gold and all that. I and think games with gold is like there's it, like Xbox Live. So yeah. I think they've I, I, I could be wrong, but I think they've only got like two tiers. You know which I mean? is no, like, it's like it's, Game Pass it's, and then everything plus online. Yeah. Um, but Sony came out with like three different tiers yeah. and different. You get this, but not this. Yeah. So it's like I think I think either what Sony should have done is just stuck with what they were doing, mm-hmm. or um, just tried to like make it as simple as possible. Yeah. I would be surprised if next year they were like, right, we're getting rid of. It. Like, apparently, they've lost a lot of like, <laughs> like Stadia. Folk. Get rid of it. Um, yeah. yeah, just get, get make it simple. Make it simple. Yeah, that was it. That's what everyone was saying. Like, oh, I've subscribed to this one, so what do I get now? What is? The... And I'm like, you see, if this many folk are confused. Mm. You've not you've not explained it well. Yeah. Um, do not also bugger it with like PAL games and stuff like that instead of the NTSC and I'm all that. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on yeah. that. Uh, up next is N- Evil Ninja Felice Navidad. <laughs> says no one said Vampire Survivors yet. Thought it'd be what we played, uh, we played it in the last podcast. I know, but I mean in this yeah, yeah, yeah. in answers to yeah. these. Uh, thought it'd be one of the wanks lining up to say stuff like it's a superb distillation of video game mechanics <laughs> in a smug nasally voice. Shall I do that? <clears throat> It's a superb dis- It's a superb distillation of video game mechanics. That sounds more like a guy at the train. It sounds like fucking Radcliffe. The train, <laughs> the, the, train to my, the train to my guy has been delayed. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a belter though, and weirdly, one the one game that makes me really want a Steam Deck. I mean, you should definitely spend four hundred pounds. I would not spend four hundred pounds um, buying a Steam Deck to play a game that's three pounds ninety nine pence, which you can already play on Xbox. Um, no, what you really want to get a, a Steam Deck for is to play, of course, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Yeah, all those lovely official releases of GameCube oh, games. In. Right, Joe, are we going to have to? Are we going to have to go through your? Let's see your Game Boy Advance. Let's see what what games in it. I've got some legit games. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. Joe frantically flushed the toilet. <laughs> James Spooner. NFS Unbound has been a breath of fresh air. No microtransactions, a fun progression system, and a total graphic overhaul towards an animated aesthetic. When I play, I turn down the soundtrack, put on my seven-hour Eurobeat playlist, <laughs> and turn it into an initial D game. Look at my car. And they've attached a picture of the car. That's pretty cool. That's quite cool. We, uh, was yeah. it an 86? That's, well, no, well, I mean, that's not whatever. right. So I don't allow their cars to be used in um, it's, non... It's, it's like the initial D car. Yeah, well, we've made it look at it. Uh, in fact, the, in fact the, last, the last non-track-based racing game that Toyota have allowed their cars to be in was the Ridge... Remember when they first been rebooted in 2015? Yeah. That was the last time you could drive a Toyota mm-hmm. in a non-track racing in, game. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Goober. 
Pokemon Legends is Ar- Arceus? Arceus? Mm, Arceus. 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 Pokemon Legends Arce. Yeah. Um, it wasn't amazing or anything, but not being an absolute janky mess like Scarlet and Violet is kind of an achievement for Game Freak, I guess. <laughs> it was really funny seeing, like, obviously loads of people, like, complaining about, like, all the issues with the mm. latest Pokemon game, and then Nintendo announcing that it's been the best-selling Pokemon <laughs> game of all time, <laughs> and just thinking, they're never going to... It's like, fair play. Nintendo by and large release the, the most polished games yeah right? oh, no 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 it's just uh, I, I, what yeah. I mean is it's just funny being like all the complaints about it people yeah. saying right finally finally there'll be a change and then it's like it's all 10 million copies in a day so but I thought the whole point was that this game was a big change I think there's it been like a, a lot of changes to the structure but yeah. apparently the performance of the game itself isn't very good well yeah Mixed again. Aye. Obviously, this is all from um, art. I've got a, we've, me and Cameron put a poster up above our wee edit computer. It says art is what you get away with. It says Pokemon. Art's what you get away with, right? There mm-hmm. we go. That's rules to live by. Yeah. That's not the motto of the BBC, though, is it? <laughs> no, it's just not whatever all, we can get away that, with. There's all, yeah, there's all <laughs> things that the BBC get away yeah. with. Uh, Oliver Ross, the Entropy Center, totally came out of nowhere and is a cracking homage to Portal. I don't know what the entropy no, center is. No. But, uh, entropy, entropy. Entropy. Entropy center. center. Okay. Is that no what the St. Enoch Center in Glasgow <laughs> used to be called? Uh, Craigus. Getting another Monkey Island game was definitely a pleasant surprise for me. Oh, I need to give that a shot. It's meant to be good. Heard good things. I it's, it's not the kind of point and click game I enjoy. I cannot get by how it looks. None. I just can't get by how it looks. It just looks awful. I don't know. Just... Uh, G says Triangle Strategy. The ridiculous title almost turned me off, but I absolutely loved the characters and story and the battle mechanics were so good I found myself thinking up strategies while laying in bed at night. My game of the year, an early contender for game of the decade. I have heard good things about Triangle Strategy. Uh, there was that and um the Tactics Ogre Reborn that I quite mm, fancied. Mm, but I've mm. not I've not played either. So uh, Michael says Midnight Suns being a sleeper hit and Callisto Protocol being a bomb was a strange turn of events but my own personal biggest surprise was finally playing Resi 3 Remake and thinking it was great after hearing it was a letdown after Resi 2 Remake but I've had no issues with it the, the, Re- the Resident Evil remakes are, are odd ones because um, Resident Evil 2 was I mean critically quite acclaimed yeah. but it's quite, there are a few people who like long term Resident Evil fans I've seen who like remember I think it's Andy from I think he was in Midnight Resistance, but didn't yeah, know, Andy Hamm. I, yeah, yeah. I've seen him say before that he that he didn't really enjoy it much. Mm-hmm. I think a few people also chimed in saying it, it, it was quite disappointing. That was Resident Evil Two. That was like the big one that did really yeah. well. Um, but Resident Evil Three was made in the same style. So I'm assuming it's one of those. If you like it, then yeah. You know, if you like it. That style, then it probably. I still think it's wild they're redoing Resi Four. To be honest, I know I just don't see the need for it. Well, yeah. I, I see why. I know why they're doing it, but I don't understand. Like, I don't see the the need for it. Ah, considering, yeah. yeah, it's just available everywhere. I mm. just don't. But eh, whatever. Uh, Midnight Suns is actually like reviewed surprisingly. Well. I I didn't really know much about it. I thought it was going to be like one of those Marvel Legends style games. I didn't know it was like pretty much an XCOM game from the folk that make XCOM. Yeah, and I was like. Actually, that kind of appeals oh, yeah. to me. Like, the idea of, like, having Wolverine hide behind cover and then, <laughs> I don't know. Why is Wolverine to hide behind Hides behind cover and then he gets up and fires his um, claw at somebody. And then mm. hides I love that idea. He goes and picks it up. I mean, that's it. It's like, it's, it's almost like, oh, that sounds shite. And then I'm like, actually, <laughs> I would buy that. And I probably will at some point. Um, minced Malpies says, I was surprised at how much I cried during my playthrough of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because I'm such a hard bastard. <laughs> uh, oh, that's nice. Uh, the Gabagool 
says, surprise myself by reinstalling Cyberpunk 2077. Which, I, I, Slanny, you've, you gave me that. I did. I've yeah. not even played it yet. Well, get on it. Uh, James Quigley, I had an unexpectedly great time with both Toem and Little Nightmares this year. Great games that don't overstay their welcome. Love a wee short game. See a wee short game. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, Gigantic Undead Abomination <laughs> says, tripped up by rock band drums in Dark Room. That'd be a surprise. <laughs> that would be... Uh, Neon Echo Elden Ring was quite good Elden Ring I forgot all about Elden Ring I really oh, fucking enjoyed was, that as well that was this year wasn't um, it aye, Elden, Elden Ring was excellent yeah. actually it was very good but yeah I'd, I'd completely forgotten that even existed how wild is that what a <laughs> wild year I forgot a game that I played for like 80 hours <laughs> um, uh, Bean says after the debacle of Sword and Shield I wasn't expecting to enjoy Pokemon Scarlet and Violet I was going to play it as an obligation to the franchises that I used to love I love the idea that you're like right, uh, I'm not looking forward to this but I will buy both, I will buy two copies and play through um, that I used to, to love to be fair you accuse it I mean, I, mean you know. um, I was going to play it as an obligation to the franchise that I used to love and put the Pokemon down afterwards <laughs> Sorry, is that is that an option at the end? Can you euthanize your Pokemon? <laughs> right, it's done. I've, I've defeated the final gym leader. Now Pikachu, <laughs> it's time for the eternal sleep. Time for you to go. Time for the sleep of death. Um, your final Pokeball. Presumably, it meant they, they meant put the game, put the game down. down. But I really <laughs> <laughs> holding Blastoise's hand as he closes his eyes. And of course, the only thing you can say is his own name, <laughs> Blastoise. Blastoise. <laughs> Sorry, I apologise, Bean. Um, anyway, instead it reminded me of why I fell in love in the first place. Hmm. Also, Digimon Survive finally came out. That game was I considered heard that was vaporware. Good, I heard that was good, good as well. Um, that game was considered vaporware alongside the likes of Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah. I enjoyed it even. Um, anyways, I can't wait for the boys to read this and go, well, we didn't play either of those <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, you'd be right. But where is feeling about Pokemon? Is it like, so, Sword and Shield, when yeah. did they come out? Because it feels I feel like, like it was last year. I feel like it was last this year. year or something. I remember... I I remember this I, is Pokemon games all the time. Yeah, well, like, I remember it, like a, the new the new actual Pokemon. Yeah. Do you know all the spin-offs? That was like a big deal, right? Yeah. It was like every like five years or something like that. Yeah, it feels like it's almost like It feels like Sword and Shield came out last year and yeah. it also feels like, didn't that Pokemon Legends Arceus, the one that we were talking about earlier, that came out this year, didn't it? It was this year or last year. Maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. And like, I thought yeah. that was the big, another big Pokemon. Yeah. It turns out that was a spin-off and now this is another big Pokemon. It, it feels like definitely they are. But, like, but the weird thing is like, although they're, bringing out multiple ones yeah. they're selling more and more every single time so it's, it almost seems like you can't never ever 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 enough. underestimate how much kids love Pokemon right? well we so actually ended up watching because it's on CBBC it's on CBBC and it's on iPlayer I ended yeah, up yeah. watching some uh, of it uh, Jamie's seen a wee bit as well but do you know what's on iPlayer? Super Dragon Ball yeah 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 they advertise like, iPlayer with like, all the anime and stuff like that yeah it's really funny um, but all the kids around there are a wee bit they, they all have Pokemon cards they love yeah, Pokemon aye, Hannah's cards. got a few it's of them like never ever ever underestimate Hannah's never bought any which yeah, just no, has them aye. give doubles away they're, they're either a part of Jamie's part I, mean, I don't think f- any of them actually play the game but no, no they're all just collecting they're all fake as well like, all oh them, yeah probably yeah. fair play Ugh, fuck it doesn't matter yeah. um, McLaren says Gotham Knights it somehow ended up even worse than I could ever imagine that's a shame that one isn't it like, is it, is it, is well, it a shame I, mean, <laughs> I don't know maybe. do they care uh, I mean, I enjoyed all. I've enjoyed. In fact, well, I, I never actually bothered Mars with Ark, the yeah, complete this, Arkham Knight, actually. So. But this wasn't like 
the same. Oh, it's weird. It's different team, Aye. and like the story seems to be different as well. Yeah, so it's not there. It's not a lot. It's not really. I know. I just thought it would be alright, yeah. but apparently it's not that great. Mm. Um, I've kept best for last because it's Mathis from Casino Royale. <laughs> Hello, it's Mathis here from Hit 2006 <laughs> film Casino Royale, as well as 2008's Quantum of Solace, which I still like. I played uncompleted Final Fantasy X for the first time and was surprised by how well it holds up. Mm-hmm. Best wishes, Mathis from Casino Royale. <laughs> Thanks, Mathis. Mathis. I don't know why, Mathis, it just tickled me so much, but it's just... You know what? Like It reminds me of the old days of like MySpace and what we would do, stuff like that. But just to see someone just literally call the Twitter account Mathis from Casino Royale, it just... I was actually I came out of the gym was it just the other night oh, and yeah. thought about it just started laughing as I walked out of the gym. Um... Maybe I was feeling a bit weak in the head or something. But, uh, yeah. Um, Joe, what was your biggest video game surprise of 2022? Uh, that, that you actually bought a video game in 2022? Yeah. I don't know. No, to be honest. I, I can't think of anything, really. Uh, I thought, I suppose, kind of touching on that thing about the PS5 and that, I'm, I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. surprised at how... That you bought one? No, how relevant the Switch is. Yeah. Like, it's still probably my most played console this year mm. out of all the sort of modern consoles. And it's not even that modern a console now. It's like seven years old or whatever. I know, it's no, funny. Well, five it's, years old, five years uh, old, five years old. Six, mm. Five years old. It'll be six in March. Is it? Uh, yeah, because it's 2017, March 2017. Was it? Yeah. So it'll be six years old in March. But um, mm. yeah, it's still really relevant because the two others are sort of, they're just not really... I think, the, the, the I think everything's so, moved into yeah. a very neat, like, it feels like Xbox for the most part at the moment, obviously still has fairly big games coming out but it sells itself mm. a lot on the games pass yeah. side of thing mm-hmm. so it appeals to folk who maybe pick up and play but mm. they're not as invested in necessarily buying a brand new game yeah like whatever's out that week they're going to buy uh, PS5 is seems very much almost sold on like a few big title games that you can also play on the PS4 and other places as well yeah. Um, whereas the Switch is the one that I think has at the moment definitely the best catalogue of just like right you can only play these games on this console yeah. it's still going to video game shops and fucking Breath of the Wild is still 50 quid do you but, know what I mean it still you know, sells you, well I, it's still is, you know what that very is? popular it's because it's the of all the games on the shelves at video game shops it's still pretty much the best one there. it's still, like, yeah, it's still know, a great game it's still valued um, to it you know so yeah. yeah I think for me it's probably been like quite recently like Going from thinking the Steam Deck looked rubbish to, <laughs> to owning eventually one. owning one and like, getting rid of my PS5 to get one, uh, so it's been a big. But I've like I think for me, and I was kind of thinking about this the other night. I was like, I think I'm I am currently more interested in chasing up things I've been interested in before but not played for whatever reason. Yeah. Rather than being like, right, what's the new game mm-hmm, coming out? Mm-hmm. And obviously that's still going to be in. There's still obviously I know there's a new Zelda game coming yeah. out, and there'll be new release games that I will be interested in, mm-hmm. but. I definitely feel like I'm happier to take a step back a wee bit and just be like, well, I can uh, either wait for something to go down in that's, price that's or... Yeah. It's, it's, I think certainly it's something that's been a big theme of what we've discussed ever since we be- were daft enough to become parents <laughs> is that time is such a like limited, um, uh, what would you say, fucking resource yeah. that like sometimes I'm like, right, I was able to complete a game that's six hours long this week and I'm like, right, that's great, I enjoyed that, it's a game yeah. I'm more fancy playing, brilliant. Whereas I know I could have bought something else and put six hours into it, but there's something quite nice about, oh, that felt quite productive, that's mm. one less thing. Um, and I definitely feel like, for me, handheld is, is, is a way that I know I can play a bit more mm. than I would otherwise. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say like, kind of almost, 
I wouldn't say fully committing to it because I've still got an Xbox yeah. and a Switch, but certainly going down more of a handheld route yeah. in terms of... And probably Xenoblade, I played mostly handheld as well, to be honest, rather than through the TV. Mm. Like, I'm, I pretty much use the TV for, like, the big cutscenes. And then I'm like, right, I'll just play a handheld yeah. for the rest of the time. I, mean, I, I like playing the telly more than, the, more than handheld, but that's just... Um, like it's a few I know, but you, so. you, you put the kids up to bed at four o'clock in the afternoon and you don't <laughs> like to come back down, so that's... <laughs> I mean, obviously, how how does your nanny deal with all of that? <laughs> the raising of the children. When was the last time you seen them on their birthdays, right? Uh, I did last year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom, now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hope you've all had a brilliant 2022. I'm actually going to be releasing this uh, as soon as I can fucking edit it, so mm. probably about middle of December. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, hope you've had a wonderful 2022. Mm-hmm. Good luck for 2023. Well, next year we've got a Zelda game coming out. Oh, can't wait. We've got... On um, my birthday. On your... Is it actually on your birthday? On my birthday. That's funny. Can't wait. So, as late as that, I don't know why I thought it was coming out in like March. It's going to be the best birthday ever. Um, So, uh, you'd be 36. 36 and buying a video game. My best birthday ever. (laughs) (laughs) Only kidding. I'm I'm not buying it. Something to buy for him. It's birthday. Are they they fuck? Your family operate on either like Secret Santa or uh, a card that says Best Wishes. (laughs) So... Best way to be. Cheap, nice and cheap. Yeah, that's it. I've got a nice cheap Christmas ahead of me this year. One present for my family, one present for Kim's family. And that's it. Two secret Santas. Wow. Don't think you're getting anything either. <laughs> you're, you're getting fuck all. Thanks. But no, seriously, thanks for everyone who, of course, um, supports us through the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, we know, obviously, these things are definite unneeded things in this day and age. Ah, but exactly. all the support is definitely appreciated. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so... Thanks again for that. And um, we just hope you've enjoyed what we've made this year. I know it's not been as much as other years, but we do what we can, when we can. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Joe, Joe keeps threatening to release the Live Alive review at some point. So I just don't know what I'm, to say about it. And it seems like it's hard. It is hard because I don't... Just... Joe, sometimes I, I, you say it best. <laughs> well, you, you know what? I've said nothing. So, <laughs> oh, so, so, <laughs> so far, it's, it's, it's the best video we've ever made. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we'll try and do. We'll try and see if we have time to do the final week from the chaff of Joe's video game collection. Well, oh, last big one. I, I want to do the PS4. I don't want to do PS4 because there's too many. It's, it takes fucking ages to I do. I know, back our wait. Because it will take us about half an hour to record. It. It'll take you hours to edit. It. <laughs> days, days, and hours, <laughs> weeks, to... and I'll be just sitting at home fucking scratching. I did, we did two in a row there, and it, honestly, it, it takes a lot to put those videos together. I does, I it's Herculean effort. It does. That guy rolling the big boulder up a hill for eternity. He's like, God, I wish I was God. That Joe Merrick's got it tough. <laughs> Guy getting his fucking liver eaten every single day by an eagle. At least I'm not Joe I mean, Merrick. Does anybody want? Does anybody even want to see the P- Like, who's interested in the PS4? Joe, James? you could. Joe, you could change that to who's interested in bit socket videos. <laughs> you know, I like the, see the guy it. who keeps on commenting all these week from the chat videos. Oh, it's breaking down the prices. <laughs> value CX. CX. That's brilliant. By the way, I I refuse to call. CEX sex, I, I but that's know. that's the narrative because they've got adverts on the TV now where they're like, uh, yeah, come to sex. Uh, it's like, no, no it's CEX. No, yeah. I'm not changing it yeah, now. I'm never because it's meant it to sex. stand for something. It's like yeah, computer I mean, exchange. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not taking this narrative. This like, yeah. um, what do you call it? Gaslight. Yeah. I'm not accepting it. <laughs> I'm not accepting it. It's the Mandela yeah. effect. It's always been called sex. No, <laughs> no, no. I refuse. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Keep, Keep it socketing. Socket.